anyone claiming that America's economy is in decline is peddling fiction. I've abandoned free market principles to save the free market system. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Raising the debt ceiling does not increase our debt. It does not somehow promote profligacy. I know words. I have the best words. Nobody knows the system better than me, which is why I alone can fix it. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Peddling Fiction Podcast. I know it's been a while since our last episode. I think it's been probably over a week now. I I do apologize for that. I am your host, the one and only voice and soul of so-called fiction, Johnny Perfido, rolling solo today. And the reason for that and just the delay in episodes is just my my schedule has been crazy, Uh, absolutely crazy. I've really bitten off more than I can chew with this project of mine. So um, Friday, I was just slammed with things, didn't have any time to record with Justin. And then this past weekend... Robbie the Fire and Dave Smith were in town for the, uh, doing some stand-up, and so um, I, I spent a lot of time with Rob, actually, so I, uh, I chauffeured him to and from the airport, I helped him, uh, hung out with him on Saturday, helped him get set up for the show and all that stuff, I helped work the door, <laughs> anybody that was there might, might have seen, it, a bunch of people thought I actually worked at the Lincoln Lodge because I was... Because I was uh, a jack of all trades that night, but I had a really good time. It was it was a lot of fun. The stand up shows were great. Um, didn't didn't get to talk to Dave as much as I would have liked to. Chat with him a little bit in the green room for uh, the the second show. So that was cool. <laughs> it was like it, it was hilarious because we had, we we started talking about the Federal Reserve like immediately. I, I don't know. I don't even remember, remember what the you know the topic of conversation was but like it immediately just went to the fed which i thought was was classic so that was cool and uh i don't know man i had a great time saturday got real uh i was definitely a little overserved and i some of my old uh high school buddies ended up showing up there they're old they're comedians and i guess they worked the lincoln lodge so i got to see some guys that i hadn't seen in probably 10 years which was which was funny and awesome and then hung out with uh, Rob all day. Son, Rob ended up crashing at my place, <laughs> so um, he had the couch at my place. We did some uh, we did some bike riding. <laughs> Surprised I don't have AIDS by now because we did a lot of gay things. Uh, bike riding along the lake. Went to the uh, Cubs game, which was a lot of fun. Thanks to uh, Tom Woods and. One of his uh, like inner circle listener premium members or something hooked us up with some tickets, so that was cool. She was uh, it was a nice girl. She was at the show the night before, so I got to talk to her a little bit. And then we were at the Cubs game. Cubs got their butts kicked, but it was a beautiful day. A beautiful day for a ball game. Fifteen dollars for a beer, by the way. Fifteen for a draft. Now, if you get, I mean, it's a good thing I don't really like beer. 
I, you can get the a can of beer from the guy walking around. I think that was like eleven bucks for like a Bud Light from the guy. But if you wanted like anything else from one of the stands that you go to, yeah, it was like fucking fifteen dollars for a beer. Couldn't believe that. That is, I think the last time I was at a game, it was like maybe nine twenty five or something. Yeah, eight twenty five, nine twenty five, something like that. Now it's like a, a hot dog is seven bucks, seven eight bucks, and uh, a beer is fifteen. Holy shit! And uh, yeah, had, had a really good time, but just no time to actually record. And then Monday morning, took Rob to the airport, went to my uh, parents' house for a little belated Father's Day thing, and uh, yeah, got it. Got back last night from that. And today I'm leaving. I have a few minutes here to record. Today I'm leaving for the Keys. So I'm going to be in Florida from tonight until Monday morning. Then I'm back. I have like a week to get my shit together. And then I'm supposed to head back to Mexico on July 5th. Now I did pay a little extra to be able to to change that flight in case I need to. So we'll we'll see how things go here. I have a lot of things on my plate still with this fucking condo. I I uh, met with a realtor uh, right uh, Saturday before. I picked Rob up from the airport, and it's just I I fucking I just don't like realtors. Uh, you know, this one it, it's clear that they're trying to put all the fucking work of selling this place on me, but they want to take a, a huge fucking commission as well. You know, it's like she wants me to replace all the appliances and do this and do that. And, and, you know, I mean, from my perspective, the appliances work. Yes. They're, I don't know. They're older. They're not like 20 years old, but they're probably 10 years old, but you know, they work. I, I, did not want to undertake that big of a project. Like I am not, I don't know if you'd call me a huge motivated seller. I'm a seller that's trying to see if I can get a sucker to overpay for this place, (laughs) essentially to pay these inflated housing prices. If I can get my number, I'll get my number. I'd be happy, but I'm not, you know, I'm not going to replace all the fucking appliance, get a new fridge, get a new wash, uh, dishwasher, new stove, new my all, all this stuff. And, and then what? Like, so I, I'm already into this place because of a special assessment for, uh, you know, an, an extra $36,000 and I paid for it. Okay. And I, I still don't know what's going on with the furnace. So that could, you know, if they can't fix that, I'm guessing it's going to be several hundred to a few thousand dollars to get it fixed. If they can't fix it and I have to replace it, then you're looking at probably eight to 10 grand all in. All right. So now I'm already into this place for, for $40,000 more than I paid for it. When you consider it, I replaced the, uh, the AC and the water heater and all that shit. Right. Then you're talking maybe another 10 potentially for the furnace. And then, yeah, you can get like a, a whole set of whirlpool appliances from apt for like three grand. Then you have to have somebody, I mean, I don't know what the delivery and the installation costs and all that shit. So I don't know, maybe five grand. So, I mean, I was only standing to to make a small amount when you take all that into account and then you take a 5% commission off the top for the fucking realtor. I'm doing all this to make like maybe if I get the number that, that she was talking about. But yeah, that was the other thing. She wants to like lowball me on what it's worth, you know. 
so it sells fast. So she, she doesn't have to put in any effort. You know, she gets to bring the, she doesn't even have to bring the people in because they do, everything's virtual now. So she gets like a, a message, be like, hey, like I want to check out the place. And, you know, I forward the door calls to her phone. She buzzes them in. There's a lockbox on the door. They come in, they take a look, they leave. All the signing is done electronically. It's all DocuSign and everything. So she doesn't even have to like leave her house, essentially, to sell this place. She's going to come in with a photographer and take pictures and, and make it look nice and everything and stage the place and whatever. Okay. But lowballing me on what it's worth, having me put in all new appliances so that she can talk this place. Everything's brand new. Everything's been serviced, blah, 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 blah. And look at this price. Like, no, no, no. Fuck that. You're going <laughs> to... I'm sorry. I've been thinking about it a lot. And... You're gonna have to work for this one. I'm not a motivated seller. I'm. I came back to you know fix things up to an extent. I'm not replacing all of my shit. I'm not gonna replace all my shit because what if I can't get my number? What if I can't get my number? Then I put in all these new appliances and they just sit here. The market tanks. I have to wait five or six years for the market to come back to unload this place. And then what, what's the next realtor going to do? Oh, you got to replace all these old appliances, <laughs> like even though they've never been used. And, and by then I'll for sure need a new furnace and probably a new washer dryer. And, you know, all these things just fucking, that's the other thing. As soon as you go to sell something, everything you touch just fucking breaks now. Everything. I've, I kept, I can't tell you how many fucking hinges of cabinet doors I've had to replace since I got back. Jesus fucking Christ, man. What a fucking headache. What a goddamn headache. So, yeah, if I can't get my number, which is probably 20 grand higher than she wants me to list it, I, I, I'm just not doing it. I'm not replacing all the appliances. I'm listing it for $20,000 more than, than you think I should. And we'll see if it sells. And if it doesn't sell, I'll find somebody to rent it. I'm not a desperate seller here. I'm just trying to take advantage of the market. And it just drives me crazy when people are just like, <laughs> they, they, they brag about how they're, they're such good realtors, but they make you fucking replace everything. <laughs> it's like, oh, replace this, get this done, get this done, get that done. And then, you know, we'll have, hire a professional photographer to make the place look good. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not doing all that. So we'll see, you know, if they have an issue with any of the appliances or they end up not passing inspection or something, we can talk about giving them a credit when the the time comes. I'd actually rather do that because, you know, especially even if, if, I, if I pour all this more money into this place and it sells, it's not like I get to write off any of these new appliances that I had to buy in order to sell this place. No, no, no. So like my, my gains are still going to be on the original sale price. I don't even think I, I mean, I'd have to probably look into this, but I don't think special assessments can be fucking written off either. So like... I'm going to end up making like 20 grand on this place, but it's going to look like I made 120 grand on it and that's what I got to pay taxes on. No, no, I'm not fucking doing that. So I'd much rather give, just give them the credit if that's going to make them happy. And you know, if I was a buyer, I'd probably rather prefer to get the credit because I wouldn't buy the appliances right away. I just wait for them to break and replace them when they actually did. In the meantime, you get a $3,000 credit at closing. And from my perspective, I, I made $3,000 less selling the place. So that's $3,000 less in gains I'll have to pay taxes on. And, and a lot less work for me. I don't have to order the stuff and get it shipped here and watch. And, you know, the guys come and install it. And I got to 
rip out all the old stuff and clean behind there and everything like that. And why don't I just redo the whole kitchen? <laughs> Put in a brand new countertop and paint the cabinets and like while I'm at it, that'll that'll really make this place uh easy to sell. No, no, I'm not this is not the project that I wanted to undertake. I don't know. That's we've been going back and forth about that and I'm just getting stressed. I don't know. I'm I'm sick of dealing with things. I'm sick of dealing with things breaking. Dude, fucking people, people are the worst. And this is sort of what this rant is going to be about. People destroying your things. Like when it comes to this, the idea, I'll tie this into sort of, you know, government here because we, we expect third parties to take care of us and take care of our needs and our, and be good stewards of the money that we pay them. And I, I just don't understand why people think this is a good way of doing things. Like anybody that thinks the, you know, the government taking half of your fucking money so that they can dole it out on your behalf for the, the things that you claim to care about. Anybody that thinks that they're going to do as good of a job as you or a, a private company that actually specializes in that thing or has a, a profit motive or they exist by volunteerism. You know, it's, it's all voluntary. You voluntarily give your money to a charity. And if they don't do the right things with the money, they stop getting charitable donations. Now, the government can just keep taking things. And it doesn't matter how bad the results are. The, the worse the results are, the more money they take. The more money they demand. Oh, well, we're underfunded all of a sudden. Uh, we need more. <laughs> we need, and if anybody, like anybody going back, you know, like a hundred years, like, yeah, we spent $30 trillion on this thing. You would have thought that that would have been probably 30 times more <laughs> what they thought the, the problem needed. And we've gotten nowhere. Now, as you guys know, I haven't been to my place in a while, and there's been uh, somebody staying here, and, like, the place was just completely fucking trashed. It was trashed. Um, I didn't even see how bad it was, thankfully, probably for them, because my my sister and her, her boyfriend came by before I got here, and they spent, like, a week cleaning the place, which, fun vacation for them. Uh, and I didn't ask them to do that. They just did that out of the kindness of their heart. So I owe them big time. But it's just like I keep finding things that are just like fuck, like just trash. All of my fucking silverware, all my glassware, it was all just like dingy. Like it hadn't been washed well. You know, like it just like it would just sit in the sink for a while, and then they'd throw it in the uh, the uh, dishwasher and run it and it's like all cloudy and not clean and gross and not in the right places by the way like completely uh, like you take a glass from one cabinet you you think you put it back in there but no 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 i'm gonna put it in a completely different place i'm gonna put the you know all the silverware was out of place and then there's things like i have uh i have like a, a radiator an electric radiator that you plug in because the furnace wasn't working right um Oh, and and by the way, when it comes to the the whole furnace thing, I, I left explicit instructions to not try to turn on the furnace because when you do that, the, for whatever reason, and maybe maybe somebody knows what the hell is wrong. I don't know if you can tell based on my description of the problem, but when you go to turn you know the thermostat from cool to heat, 
the, the when it goes to heat and it tries to click on, nothing actually happens with the furnace, but it blows out the transformer for the AC. And so I had it into you know I had it set to cool even in the winter time, and then I just had the temperature you know really really high up, <laughs> you know set it to like eighty degrees or something so that the AC doesn't come on eighty five degrees so that the AC doesn't come on. Now I left explicit instructions not to try to turn on the heat because it doesn't work. Here's what you do to heat the place. <laughs> Um, I have, you know, I have a gas fireplace without a chimney. So you really just turn that on for like 10 minutes and the place is a fucking oven. And then like, and then I had this, uh, this radiator, which apparently you have to leave explicit instructions not to plug that into a lamp. Um, I thought that was just common sense knowledge, but apparently, you know, you should never assume these things. Um, but so the other day it's it gets to be fucking 99 degrees here and it's starting to get warm in my place and like i'm i'm such an idiot you know like i i should have probably realized it days before that the uh you know the ac was set to like 78 or something and the temperature in the place was 80 something so that it you know clearly the ac wasn't working but I didn't notice it until it started getting like super hot because I'm used to the Mexico shit. I'm used to like it just being like I'm comfortable in like eighty an eighty degree house now. I'm very comfortable in it. So you know it's like ten thirty at night. It's like the hottest fucking day. You know there was like a a warning, a heat advisory, and all this shit. It was like a hundred degrees. I'm now noticing that I don't have any AC now. Did somebody follow my explicit instructions not to switch it from cool to heat on the thermostat because the thermostat still said cool it was like the first thing i checked i was like oh great it's still set to cool they listened to me they didn't try to fuck with this thing i i I don't know why you would fuck with it after i tell you that it doesn't work i was like listen you can stay here it doesn't work so don't do this i'm gonna do that anyway just for fun just to blow out another transformer so that, you know, I, I, I get to order another one for like 30 bucks and I have to fucking install it again. You ever install anything on a fucking furnace? It, why these guys put these things in like the hardest to reach places? It's impossible to get to anything. But I'm finding this out at like 1030 at night. And now I don't know if the transformer was blown out because I don't know what they did while they were here. Or some, maybe the AC isn't working anymore. I don't know. I haven't been here for fucking two years. So I've either got a bad AC, even though I just replaced that a couple of years ago, or somebody didn't follow my instructions. So I start fucking with the furnace at like 1130 at night, trying to figure things out. I ended up finding an old uh, a transformer that I must have bought when I was trying to you know troubleshoot this the first time. And I didn't use it because it didn't mount correctly to the to the furnace thing. And so I take off the, the transformer that I think has been blown out and I replace it. And at about two o'clock in the morning, after several hours of me fucking around with a furnace, I got the AC working. But this thing didn't mount. <laughs> so I can't I can't mount it to the thing. I ended up taking one of my cans of Lorenzati coffee. Great sponsor, by the way. Love their stuff. That's a bright spot of being back here was just getting to drink their that coffee. Like, still having a stash of that coffee. Like, I had unopened uh, whole bean cans. 
that 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 were still here. So I've been drinking that. That's been keeping me awake. But I had one can left, and I used that. I put that next to the furnace, and I put this little transformer on top of it. Fast forward to uh, to uh, this past weekend. Robbie, the fire is here, and I'm like trying to. I'm like, oh well, let's make some coffee, and I can't find the coffee beans. And that you know, that's the other thing. I've been moving shit around all over the place, left, right, this this cabinet to that cabinet, move this out of the way, put it over here, and then move it back. I've I've been doing a million things. I have no idea where anything is, but I know I saw it ten minutes ago. So it's very frustrating. It's like, oh yeah, I have a whole box of those things. I just came across it when I was cleaning out this closet. What did I do with it? I have no idea because whatever I did with it, I probably moved it like four other times because everything just keeps getting in your way. Uh, I'm going fucking crazy. I can't live like this anymore. <laughs> but so I'm going, I'm going nuts. I'm like, I know I had a can. It was sitting right on the counter. It didn't get up and walk away. And I could not for the life of me fi- figure out what I did with this can of coffee. <laughs> and so we ended up keep we we kept going out for coffee which was fine but like Robbie was just he was laughing at me cuz like I couldn't get over it and you know, like every every like couple hours I'd just be like looking through every cabinet in the kitchen like where the fuck did this coffee go this makes no sense and then I'm I'm telling my parents the the fur, like about the furnace and how like I was messing with it and how I ended up getting it to work the the day Robbie leaves right it dawns on me in the middle of that story I was like oh shit I used the coffee to prop up the transformer <laughs> and that's the the mystery of the missing can of Lorenzotti coffee which if you go to lorenzotti.coffee and use promo code fiction you should be able to get 15% off, 10% off, 10 or 15%. I can't remember. 10 or 15% off your order. It's good stuff. It's really good stuff. So go do that. Uh, support our longest running sponsor. Anyway, um, like I never knew what the, you know, the big fucking piece of paper that's like, you know, it's almost an eight by, it's like an eight by six piece of paper that they've attached a big red and white flag that they've attached to the cord of this radiator that says like you know all here are the warnings like don't do this don't do that number one on the fucking list is always plug this directly into the outlet the wall outlet don't plug it into another device right because it's a fire hazard and these things get hot and when you plug it in, like I had these lamps, these actually really cool lamps that I bought that had outlets on the base. You know, they had some uh, regular outlets and then they had USB drives as well. This fucking bitch, this dumb fucking bitch plugs it into the lamp. Okay, so she plugs the radiator into the lamp. The radiator gets hot. I'm guessing it melted, like it, it melted some of the plastic in there and fused to the base of the lamp. So that's great. That, that's wonderful. I, I go to unplug this thing and, and bring it down to storage, and I can't get the plug out of the lamp. And then I get really frustrated, and I rip the thing out. But it's like, so now it's still attached to the lamp. I can't get it out. I tried turning it back on to see if it would melt again, and maybe I could slide it out. That didn't work. Wonderful. Thank you. And thank you for telling me, by the way. How about just letting me know that you've, you've been breaking things left and right so I know what to expect when I get here? 
Uh, but Jesus, the first fucking thing says, make sure you plug it in the wall. And it's like this gigantic sheet of paper. It's excessive, I thought. But apparently, there are people dumb enough to, to not figure this out. Plugging a, a radiator into a lamp seemed like a good idea to somebody. Unbelievable. So now that thing is just like a radiator attached to a lamp. <laughs> it's a package deal, I guess. And, you know, I'm probably going to have to, I got to toss most of this shit anyways. But it's just, it's like one more thing where I'm getting ready. This should take me two seconds. I'm just going to unplug this radiator, wrap it up, and throw it in my fucking storage unit. No, 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 no. You're going to fuss with it for fucking 40 minutes, calling people all kinds of names and getting nowhere when you have very little time. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you very much. The car. My car is like, has been, it's like fucked. I thought I had this car that was in great condition, right? And it's not in terrible condition, but so I know for a fact, like they had to take it out. One day they were power washing the garage, right? And uh, they, they, this chick doesn't drive. So she has to get her friend to take the car out of the garage and park it on the street. And then she has to, and then after they finish it, you know, for the day, she has to get her friend to come back and do that. Now, I don't know how long the car was sitting on the street, but it was long enough to get like, I don't know, they parked it under a tree or something, all this little tree sap. I was washing the car yesterday. It was 100 fucking degrees outside. And there's all this fucking, these little specks of sap stuck to the fucking roof and shit. So that was fun to get off. By the way, teach your fucking kids how to drive. Who are these people? Like, I don't care if you grew up in the city. New York, Chicago, learn how to fucking drive. Learn how to drive a car. It's like a fucking very worthwhile skill to have. I, I mean, these people, these kids, they are so goddamn worthless. Learn how to fucking drive. And don't, don't like not teach your kid how to drive just because they're in the city right now and they don't need it. You're going to need it. Like to not be able to back a car out of a space and park it on the street. That is shockingly, like, pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. These fucking broads, man. Learn how to fucking do stuff. Learn how to fucking do stuff. Especially if you're not going to do the traditional female stuff. You know, you're not going to cook. You're not going to clean. This place hadn't been cleaned in, like, a year. Okay, then know how to do the fucking manly shit. And driving isn't even a manly thing. But learn how to do something. These fucking women, man. Beautiful women. They think they the, the, the world just revolves around them. They never have to learn how to do anything. It's okay to just be a fucking bimbo and not have any fucking worthwhile skills, contribute nothing to society. No. No. Have some fucking value. Create some fucking value. Ha- have something that you can contribute to society. Just depend on other people to do things for you. Unbelievable. Oh, and by the way, one of the reasons why I was washing the car, even though it hadn't really been driven anywhere in a year, was because somebody decided that, you know, they didn't really feel like putting the cover back on it. Yeah, yeah, it gets dusty in the fucking parking garage. Very, very dusty. And so I bought a cover for the car because I knew I wasn't going to be fucking driving it very often. And I put the cover on the car. Now, when they took the car out, they had to take the cover off. I know that. Did they put the cover back on? No, 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 no. We're just going to let the car sit in the fucking garage for eight months, uncovered, collecting dust. 
to stick to the sap that you collected when you left it out on the street for a week because you don't know how to fucking park a car. Wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. Jesus Christ, you should take your kids out when they're first learning how to drive, go rent a manual transmission car, and have them beat the shit out of it. But learn how to drive, and learn how to drive manual. So you have that fucking skill too. Fuck's sake, man. These people are, there's so many worthless people out there. And so many fucking jagoffs. My car, like the back of my car has just been, like it was either destroyed when it was sitting on the street, or somebody smashed into it in a parking lot and didn't say anything. Who are these fucking jagoffs? I, I'm, you know, I usually, I did a once around the car and I didn't notice uh, a whole lot of new damage. But yeah, like underneath, almost underneath the car on the passenger rear side is a little tail light, like a little small secondary tail light. And you can't really see it unless you're like walking up from that side of the car, which I never do because I'm driving it. Um, or you like get down low and you look. So maybe it was there before I started driving this around or maybe it happened after I started. I've only taken the car to two places. Okay. Uh, well now three, cause I took it to, uh, Milwaukee yesterday, but I, I've only gone to and from the hardware. I've gone to Menards and I park, I park fucking 10 spaces away from everybody because I know these jagoff drivers don't know how to fucking drive. They don't know how to park. I don't know if they're old or they're Asian or what, but they suck at it. And so I intentionally park like a million miles away from, from everybody. So I don't, I feel like it didn't happen in these parking lots because I didn't, I wasn't in these places very long and I stayed away from other cars. So it would take a real, a colossally bad driver to do this damage. So this, this happened before and nobody told me about it. So now I'm finding out like, I got to get the tail light, light replaced. Like just keep adding things on to my laundry list of things to do that I don't want to do. I don't know. It's just really fucking frustrating. Don't be a fucking jag off. If you hit somebody's car, leave a goddamn note. Leave a note. Just fucking fess up to it. And man, sorry, I, f- I smashed into your car. Like, I get, you know, uh, this is not like a love tap kind of thing. This isn't, I'm backing into a space and I tap your bumper and it's like, maybe there's a little scratch, but there's really no damage. That's not what this is. This is a smashed taillight. Before that, somebody else had already had fucking clipped my other, the other side of the bumper pulling into a parking spot. And I think it's the fucking jerk off that literally parked next to me in the building. Couldn't prove it. Couldn't prove it. But I think it was. Uh, Imagine that. Imagine parking next to like your neighbor. (laughs) All right. And you smash into their fucking car and you do significant damage to two different panels. Right after they get a brand new car, by the way, this was a, a few years ago. And you don't say anything. I, I mean, what the fuck is wrong with people? What the fuck is wrong with people? You, you, you break somebody's taillight, you got to leave a note. You got to let them know that you fucking did this and, and you're going to pay for it. I'm not going to like, you know, I'm not going to be a dick about it. I'm not going to go and get you like a quote for like an insurance thing and then pocket the difference or whatever. No, I, I'll, I'll keep it simple because I appreciate the honesty. I'll find a guy that's going to do decent work and get things done at a, a reasonable price. Don't be a fucking jagoff, man. Jesus. I've never hit a goddamn thing in my entire life. I've been driving for, what, 20 years? 
20 years, never hit a fucking thing. And every car I've had has been fucking smashed into by Jagoffs. And none of them have fucking left a note or anything. And then the other thing is, you know, it's like over Christmas when they stole uh, the my sister's catalytic converter. It's like if you park, you know, 20 spaces away from all the cars, they, they steal your catalytic converter. If you park next to all the cars, they fucking, you know, some idiot smashes into you. It's it's really fucking frustrating. Really fucking. I am at my the end of my rope here. I'm at the end of my rope with people just trashing other people's things because it doesn't belong to them and not taking responsibility for anything. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm really going fucking crazy here. I, I can't wait to be done with this whole process. And I, I don't know if I'm actually going to be done with it. Um, I, I, every, every day I'm just like, fuck it. Maybe I don't want to sell this place anymore. Maybe I do just want to rent it to somebody. Which I've had, I met somebody at the, uh, at the, um, stand-up show that was looking to, to rent a place. Oh, we recorded a, a podcast Saturday morning. No, Sunday morning. It's, I think it's going to be a run your mouth one. So you can, you can keep an eye out for that. I'll, I'll be on there for like the second half of it. There was a, a guy on there that wrote a, a history book, a twisted history of the U- United States or something like that. I think it's called. Uh, nice guy. They came over Sunday morning. I was like, it was the first time I'd been hung over. I, I, I lost my hangover powers. And I'm telling you, they only exist in fucking Mexico. I was, uh, I wasn't, I was in rough shape, not, not terrible shape, but, uh, wasn't feeling too great. And so, um, we ended up doing a, a podcast for about an hour up there. I, I, I came I was doing stuff down here and there were people coming in and out. So, I was in there for like the last 30 minutes or so, if you want to keep an eye out for that. Uh, oh, their podcast is Hot Water History, I think it's called. The two guys that were here. So, I don't know. It seemed like, a, uh, seemed like some nice guys. I got to talk to them for a little bit. I haven't read their book yet, but they gave me a copy of it. So, maybe I'll read that on the plane or something. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. All, all I gotta say is, don't be a fucking jag off. Don't. You know, if you break something that belongs to somebody else, just own up to it. If you cra- if you smash into somebody's car, leave them a goddamn note. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy that that bumps into somebody's car and doesn't tell them about it. Just just own up to it. You'd be surprised the you know the good karma. Well, I don't know. Be- well, I've never actually had to do that because I've never smashed into anybody. Uh, why do I have such bad luck with this stuff? <laughs> it turns out I was like a pedophile in a previous life, and so they're just gonna it's gonna be death by a thousand cuts. It's the little things that kill, ladies and gentlemen. It's the little things that kill. Uh, but don't be that fucking guy. Don't be that guy that crashes into somebody's car and doesn't tell them. Don't be the guy that trashes somebody else's things. Like I, I tend to treat other people's things better than mine. Uh, better than my own like I feel entitled to trash my own things but I don't you know like I get really fucking careful around other people's things I'm I'm like the exact opposite of, of most people maybe I don't know that's probably why I am a uh such a contrarian when it comes to everything but take responsibility like you're gonna be a real realtor like put some fucking effort into it 
don't try to fucking sell me on all this shit, blah, 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 and really put all the onus on me. <laughs> like, you're not going to do anything, and you're going to take fucking 20 grand. You're going to take 20 grand for some pictures. Um, I, you're going to have me replace all the fucking appliances. It's like, why don't I just have the whole place redone? Like, redo the bathroom, paint everything, do all this, put 20,000 fucking dollars into it. And then, so it's in tip-top shape. And then, you know, shave $20,000 off of your asking price so that you'll have a lot of interest in buyers and it'll sell quickly. I don't have to put any effort into it, but I'll still get my 5%. And, you know, from the realtor's perspective, what's another 20, uh, 5% of 20 grand? It's like nothing. You know, it's like, what, 1500 bucks? Okay. So if they have, if it's between doing a lot more work and getting me an extra 20 grand and only getting another 15, you know, 100 bucks out of that versus like getting, getting 20 grand free and clear and having to do absolutely nothing, which way do you think they're going to go? Obviously. Obviously, they, they, they want to price it lower so that it's easier for them to sell. They have to put less effort into it. And 20 grand to them, is, it's, it's nothing because they're only getting 5% of it. So it's kind of a, a sleazy fucking move, in my opinion. Kind of sleazy. A lot of sleaze, sleaze balls out there. You got to keep a, you know, you really got to keep your eyes peeled for these people. They pitch it to you like they're trying to help you. Oh, yeah, this will be, this is what you want to do and this is what they're going to be looking for and blah 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 but really they're trying to help themselves they're trying to make it easier on themselves to sell it and they don't have to do you know make a lot of arrangements they don't have to come by a lot they don't have to do a lot of showings it'll sell right away because everything's brand new and it's priced below market i don't know about below market but yeah but she had she wanted me to price it below my last appraisal no not doing that Anyway, um, sorry, everybody. I, I'm just ranting into a microphone, and I don't know if uh, this is what you guys had in mind, but I wanted to do something before I left, and I haven't really been following the news. I, I've just been running around like a maniac. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to put a little something out there to uh, hold you guys over until next week because I won't be back until probably Tuesday night because i got to go back to Wisconsin Uh do some other stuff over there uh, when I get back on Monday. So we'll, we'll see when the next podcast is, if I have time to do it. Like the next, the next week is going to be very, very uh, stressful for me and just jam packed with, with things I got to get done so that I can try to make my flight out of here. And, you know, I guess worst case scenario, I'll just push it back a week or so uh, and we'll, we'll go from there. But, I really just, I don't want to live like this anymore. It does give me a lot of material for these uh, these weekly rants, but that's about all it's good for. And if it's going to be 99 degrees and sunny, I want to be on the fucking beach in Mexico with a gigantic pool. Oh, by the way, Sayulita Super Spreader update. I didn't have a chance to talk to Dave about it, so I don't know if I'll be able to uh, to uh, get in, in his ear or not. Robbie the Fire... I think he's willing to gum, come again, even though he's <laughs> very apprehensive about leaving the country. But he lost his, apparently, he lost his passport again. And not only did he lose his passport, he lost the paperwork to get, like, his, his birth certificate and shit to get his passport. So I don't know if he actually lost it or he's, he's just bullshitting me so he doesn't have to come. 
<laughs> or no, I, I think he just hasn't seen it in a while. And he doesn't know where it is. So maybe it'll turn up. He said he's going to look for it. Um, so I think he's going to be receptive to coming down again. And we're going to do it in Puerto Vallarta at the peninsula. So it's going to be there. And that it should be logistically easier for people. You're about a 12-minute drive from the airport as opposed to like an hour from the airport in Sayulita. They've gotten rid of all their retarded mask policies and everything like that. So it, it'll also be easier for me just logistically because it'll be right where I am and I'll have like a staff that I know and trust and they'll be helpful with things and I won't have to worry about electronic stuff getting set up and, and all that good good jazz. So we're going to do it there. We'll probably do like a, <clears throat> excuse me, What's going on with my voice? We'll probably do a, uh, a a VIP happy hour thing, like a pool party kind of deal. And then we'll do the, the regular uh, Saturday thing, Sunday. I, I don't know yet, but it's going to be the same sort of, uh, you know, Friday to Sunday type of deal. And I've got a, a few uh, repeats on board. I talked to Clint. He's game. I talked to Buck. He's game. Uh, we've got the Lions of Liberty. I, I'll see if Mark wants to get some of the other guys down there because he was talking about doing that. So we'll we'll see what happens. But it's going to be December. We're going to do December 9th through the 11th are the dates that we're eyeing right now, assuming that all, all like the special guests and everything can make those dates work. We will um, we'll shoot for that. And that's all I got. I don't know. I have some other things to rant about, but I got to get going here. It's I got to leave for the airport in like two hours and I still got a bunch of stuff I got to do. So, um, again, I'm sorry about the, uh, the last week or so with no episodes. I will try to make up for it when I get some more free time. Thank you all so very much for listening. Hopefully this was somewhat entertaining. I don't know. Um, I guess I just need to get some stuff off my chest. <laughs> Very frustrating uh, last week or so, minus the the weekend with uh, Robbie the Fire. That was a lot of fun. Great guy. He's exactly you know who you think he is. For those of you that haven't met him yet, he's uh, he's just an all around great guy. Had had a really nice time with him, and so hopefully we can reconnect in the future. Until next time, guys. Just keep on peddling that so-called fiction. Peace.